Recorded live. Glory, glory, glory to God. Lord, we just thank and praise you today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Mm. Lord, we just thank and praise you for this new day that you've made, oh God. This is the day that you this day. And Lord, we just say praise your name. We give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. We worship you, O God. And we just said thank you for this new day that you made. You allowed us to see it, and you've allowed us, O God, to come into this point in this day. We just thank you for it, Father, because truly it has been a beautiful day. Lord God, we just thank you for what all you've done all over this world, because you're God and you're God alone. Amen. We can't doubt nothing you do, and it don't even pay to even question all that you do, especially if we don't get an answer. But we just thank and praise you, Lord God, for being our God. Because we know that no matter what, when the sun sets and the sun rises, you're still God. Amen. When the day comes and the light comes and the day goes, amen, and the darkness comes, you're still God. Amen. Glory to God. So it doesn't matter Amen. What the situation may look like and what's going on, amen, in our lives and in this world, you're still God and you're God all by yourself. Lord God, we just thank and praise you today just to be able to even be able to say that in the name of Jesus. Because I tell you, this is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. Man may not agree with this day, but I tell you, you made it anyway, Father, and it belongs to you. Amen, 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 amen. We just thank God for the study tonight, and we thank God for how God is going to use Sister Jasmine, amen, to teach the gospel tonight in spirit and in truth, amen. And I tell you, the subject that she's going to cover tonight, I won't complain, that is a subject that all of us, amen, a subject that all of us need to be able to proclaim out of our mouths that we won't complain. But yet I know it's a hard thing because I tell you, amen, at some point or another in all our lives we find ourselves complaining. And I'm not saying that to excuse us or to make an excuse, but I am saying it because it is true. That's why we have to be very mindful and watch ourselves and watch our speech and everything and how we say things because if we're not mindful, we'll find ourselves in a complaining mode. Amen. And I tell you, I want to hear this word tonight, and I'm thinking praise God for all the listeners and the hearers that have come in to hear this word tonight because I tell you, this is a word for the believers. Amen. The believers need to hear this word and do this word of God. So we thank and praise God. And if Sister Jasmine, are you there? I am. Amen. Amen. So we're going to turn this here, this part of the, the study over to Sister Jasmine and let her go ahead on and expound on this word of God in spirit and in truth. Amen. Because I tell you that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord says that he will raise up a standard against it. So therefore, I'm pretty sure that this word came with a test and a trial, but I'm pretty sure it came also with success and victory. So I tell you the Lord is good. So Sister Jasmine, you can go ahead on and just let the Lord use you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you. 
Good afternoon, evening, everyone. We're going to talk about I won't complain tonight on the Bible study. The scripture that we're coming from is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3. Have you ever thought about what complaining does to your journey in salvation? Tonight we're going to examine ourselves and what complaining does to us while we're on our journey of salvation. The scripture tonight does come from Hebrews 12 and 3. Hebrews 12 and 3 reads, For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. The word complaint is defined as expressed dissatisfaction or annoyance about a state of affairs or an event. A state that one is suffering from, from a pain or a symptom of illness, a state state of grievance. So uh, it also says state a grievance. So when somebody states an issue or a problem they might have. Um, as Christians, we will experience trials and tribulations as we physically live our lives on earth. Unfortunately, we cannot escape them. It's mm-hmm. how you handle those trials and tribulations that matter. Do you go through with your head up high knowing God will provide and bring you through, or are you complaining? Mm. Philippians 4 and 19 lets us know, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Whatever you're going through, whatever you need, God's got it. Mm-hmm. We've got to remember, saints, that we go through tests and trials for three top reasons. One, we're going through to prove our devotion to the Lord, we have to give an account for being a child of the king, and that will be tested. Mm. Two, there's something that's missing, something that needs to be worked out in you. Something may need to be broken down to be built back up again. All right, now. And three, God has has and will give the devil permission to try his servant. Yes, God can and will grant the devil permission to try you. A great example of this is the story of Job. Job lost everything. He was a blameless and upright man. Satan asked God for permission to sift God's servant. Job lost everything and was even stricken with leprosy. Through it all, Job never complained. He never cursed God, even when everyone around him told him he should, and all hell was breaking loose in his life. Job proved himself. He was truly a servant of God. He Mm -hmm. is a perfect example of how Christians should go through. There is no time for complaining. His love for the Lord covered his time to complain. Mm -hmm. If we love the Lord, there is no room for complaining, saints. There's only room for trusting in him. Any questions or comments so far, Apostle? Amen. Um, I, I'd like for you to repeat those three things again, because I'd like to um, hear those again. Okay. Number one, I said we go through to prove our devotion to the Lord. We do have to give an account for being a child of the king that will always be tested. Number two, I said there is something that's missing, something that needs to be worked out inside of us. Something may need to be broken down in order to be built back up again. Hmm. And then number three, God has given the devil himself permission to try 
his servants. Yes, God can and will grant the devil permission to try you. And then we mm-hmm. use the example of Job in that. Hmm. Amen. Because I, I like that to prove to to prove devotion to. Amen. To give an account to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And what did you say? And what did you say to be, uh, these were now? Say it again. What did you tell me these were? These were the reasons. I just put top three reasons while we go through. I know there's so many other reasons, but these are the ones that stood out to me as far as, you know, the top three. Amen. So these are the top reasons that we go through. It. One is to prove to to the Lord, prove to the account of the Lord, prove our devotion to the Lord. And I, I just wanted to say that that is so true because all three of them are true. But the thing is, it's a process. It, it really is a process. Yeah. As we go through, amen, serving the Lord, amen, without complaining. Because, see, when we can serve the Lord in spirit and in truth, you're going to do very minimum complaining, if any. Yes. You know, a lot of people don't like for me to say in spirit and in truth because they want to they want to be able to attribute something to the flesh. So I'll give them that little that little point one 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 nanosecond percent right there. Then, because if you want to complain, use that little small percentage right there if that's possible. Because when we go through in spirit and in truth, there is no room for complaining. You know, and so, and therefore, therefore, the complaint is of the flesh. Because, see, when we complain, we're complaining because of our flesh not feeling good. Our flesh don't want to go through. Our flesh want to make a big deal out of whatever it is God is doing in our lives to try and make it seem like it don't take all that. You know what I'm saying? But that devotion, that devotion is something because, you know, that devotion says to God, to you, Lord God, I'm doing this as unto you, as it pleases you. Devotion says to the Lord that no matter what, I'm, I'm going to do what it is you're, you're guiding and leading me to according to your will. I'm devoted to this thing now. And and even if I do have to complain, I can complain to the Lord. I won't complain about the Lord, but I can complain to him by saying to him, Lord, this thing is a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be, so you're going to have to help me. Amen? Amen. Amen. And you said also something to be broken down, to be built back up. I like that, too. Amen. I like that, too. Huh? I say you. You. I didn't say that, but the first part was there's something missing inside. Like there's something that needs to be there that's not there, or something that is there that needs to be perfected. All right. Amen. 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 Go ahead, Elder. Amen. I was just saying, Amen, Pastor. Okay, because you were breathing hard there. Okay, I once thought maybe you had something else to come up and say. <laughs> but something missing, amen. <laughs> amen. The, the reasons that we go through, amen, is because there's something missing. Because when we first when we first come into this plan of salvation that the Lord Jesus himself, you know, created and gave to man or whether he gave to man from the Father, amen, we all are missing something. 
and we're missing that reconciliation, that part of us that brings us back into the being the image of God, the righteousness of God, and being in right standing with God. And and I tell you, and that is something that will cause you to complain by the time you start going through. Because see, going through is not a comfortable situation. Amen. That's why I said in the beginning, you have to be able to go through in spirit and in truth, because in spirit and in truth, you're going to do very little, if any, complaining. And so, like I said, but when something is missing, that something that's missing from all of us is the image of the Lord. Amen. Bringing us back into the right standing with him to be able to be identified as a son of God. You know what I'm saying? And that and that is something, that's something in itself to take on. When we say that we believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God and that God rose him from the dead, amen, and we say that we want to be saved, I'm telling you, there's a process that begins just from the words alone. You're talking about transformation, amen. You're talking about a transformation. Transformation begins to take place when we begin to start confessing those words out of our mouth. But the thing is, we got to learn even from the beginning that this is not going to be a bed of roses without the thorns. So, but the thing is, we got to be able to not complain. Yeah, thorns hurt, and they stick you, and they can prick you, and they can put bruises on you. So the thing is, but the thing is, you got to still make up in your mind that I'm not going to complain about this thing because it's working together for my good. Go ahead, Sister right. Jen. I like how you see that Romans 8.28 in there, Pastor. I'm trying to tell you that Romans 8 and 28, I think that I think that part of that verse of Scripture is starting to stand up in everything. Mm-hmm. It's either the end or the beginning or the middle of the quote. <laughs> one of the two. One of the two. It's going to show up in one of three places. <laughs> so like I said, um, if we love the Lord, there is no room for complaining. There is only room for trusting in him. Testing trials are only hard on the flesh and not the spirit of the Lord. So. The complaining is coming because your flesh is being attacked and your will does not like that at all. Mm. It's like the cliche saying, for every action, there's a reaction. Well, your flesh is being beat up so that you can be built back up and the reaction is complaining. Mm-hmm. That's like an equation almost. I know, right? Mm-hmm. James 4 and 7 reads, Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. When you complain, you question God's ability to work through your situation. Girl, you better not, say that again. You better say that again. <laughs> when you complain, you question God's ability to work through your situation. And hmm. if we're not careful, some of our prayers can contain complaints. While you're bringing your issues and grievances to the Lord, be careful because you could be complaining and showing ungratefulness to him. Mm-hmm. Could you could you say that again? When you complain, we question God's ability to do what now? To work through your situation. All right, man. I just want to make sure I get that. I'm going to have to use that again. <laughs> Amen. All right, I got it. Okay. 
Complaining is a loss of perspective, a failure to remember who's in control. You will find yourself questioning God when you complain. That's people true. Who, people who do a lot of complaining are generally dissatisfied with a lot of things in their lives or maybe even how their lives turned out. Mm. Jude 1 and 16 says, there are, these are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lust, and they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. Your mindset has to be able to shift with your circumstances. If you have a poverty mindset, that's going to manifest in your daily living and activities. If you have a slave mentality, that will also be apparent in your day-to-day functioning. You have to shift that mindset, saints. Philippians 2 and 5 reads, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. When you have a mind like Christ, that's going to be evident. You won't be a complainer. You're going to endure your hardship like a battle-ready soldier. Ephesians 6 and 13 tells us, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Also, did you need to add anything? Any questions, comments? Amen. I want to give the elder an opportunity. Amen. I just I really enjoyed that that working working something out and working something in. Amen. And and I was just looking at at Matthew's here because Pastor say when we began to confess Christ, Amen, that Jesus is the Son of God and God raised him from the dead. Amen. The offenses is going to come, but in Matthew 13 here it says the offenses is coming because of the word. And you said early, Amen, the three top reasons, Amen, that that these tests and trials are coming, Amen, to to work something out of us, Amen, to prove the devotion to God. But these offenses are these offenses are becoming because of that word of God. That is in us, not coming toward you, but becoming to try this word that's in us. Do you trust this word? Do you believe that God is who He said He is? Amen. Do you not doubt that He can bring you through this situation? Amen. Because it's, the word tells us, if you suffer with me, you will reign with me. Amen. If we get in this word and study this word, we'll find that. Amen. I believe it's over here in Corinthians when it says, We are troubled on every side, yet not in distress. Amen. God is right there with us, amen, as we are going through, amen, he would not have allowed this thing if he didn't think this word would bring us out of this situation, amen, if we're in it, then he's able to bring us out of, amen, so, amen, we need not complain because God is who he said he is, and if we get in a relationship with God, if we begin to study this word, see who God is, we know that he will never put more on us than we can bear, Amen. If he's tested, if we're being tested on level two, we can pass at level two. And the complaining, like you say, is telling God, I don't trust you. I don't believe you're able to bring me out of this situation. Amen. And this time now to just to stop complaining about this thing. Either you believe God or you don't. Amen. Amen. That's true. And I can, as you said that, I can think of the, the how the children of Israel did. They complained and they complained and they complained. But they complained so much that they caused God to not allow some of them to go into the promised land because evidently God was counting how many times they complained. And I amen. Tell you, amen. And I tell you, that wasn't no good thing because 
I, I, I know it was in it was in numbers somewhere in numbers that he has said that that he said that they they didn't complain ten times against him. And I tell you, I, I, I thought about that thing and I said, Oh Lord, help me not to complain about what you're doing in my life because I didn't know you were counting them times. <laughs> Amen. So, so I tell you it's amazing. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to look for it. There it is right there. Amen that's numbers yeah, go ahead. 14, chapter 14, yeah. amen. And he said, and he said in his word, he said, because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these 10 times and have not hearkened to my voice. And I tell you, when I saw that, when I read that one day, I said, oh, Lord, help me that I don't complain. Because if you count me times and stuff like that, I don't need all that going on in my life like that. I need to not complain. Teach me not to complain. And I, I love when you say, Sister Jasmine, when you complain, we question God's ability to work to work through our situation. So I can imagine when the children of Israel was coming out of Egypt, they were questioning God's ability to bring them through that wilderness and bringing it into today's terminology. We do do the same thing. When we complain, I am questioning God's ability. I mean, the almighty God himself. I'm saying to you, God, you should have left me in the state that I was in, just like they said in Egypt. You should have left us in Egypt where there was no graves and stuff. You should have left me in Egypt because I didn't have no I, no hard time like this here coming through, you know. And even in my situation, I could say, Godly Father, I had it better in the world than I do now because I'm going through too much. At least mm-hmm. I'm going through stuff that I wouldn't even pay no attention to in my flesh. <laughs> That's right. Amen. 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 And I tell you, that is so amazing because I, 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 I tell you, after I saw that a few months back here, I said, oh, Lord, help me not to complain. I said, because I don't want to be complaining, and you keeping tabs on them complaints like that. <laughs> I'm to tell you, that could be some dangerous stuff because the Lord dropped them if you read the first verses <laughs> A few more verses on down the line. He dropped them folks. I mean, when I say drop, I'm talking about snatch the breath up out of them. Right, hush, be quiet. <laughs> Amen. No, well, no, hush and be quiet. The scripture says, this scripture said that he said in verse 29 of chapter 14, Numbers, it says, say unto them, verse 28 says, say unto them, now, let me back up to 27. How long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel which they murmur against me. Verse 28 says, Say unto them, As truly as I live, said the Lord, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Ooh. Verse 29, he said, Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you, according to your whole number, from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me. In other words, he dropped them. You see what I mean? He dropped them. He took the breath of life out of them. Amen. 
Or he mm-hmm. said, your carcass, that means that that's something dead. You're going to be out here. You ain't even going in the promised land. Mm-hmm. So you don't complain too much. So I I won't complain. I'm, I'm, I'm learning this thing, though, Sister Jasmine, because like I said, based upon my situation, my tests and my trials and my tribulations and things that have been going on in my life, I tell you, even I can see the humility that God has placed, allowed to, to come forward and just, just unfold in my life so I won't complain. I mean, I've learned to even just smile about some things and laugh about them. And when I say I do that, I don't reason with it in my mind either. That thing ain't entertaining me in my mind whether I'm talking about it to you or anybody else or not. It's not reasoning in my mind. Amen? So I won't complain. Amen. 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 I would just like to say verse 22 right here. And see, God had brought them certain situations already. They have seen him deliver before, and they still come along and in the next situation doubt him. Amen. Like he couldn't do as he did before. It says, because of those men who have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt. Amen. You saw me bring you out of Egypt. You saw me bring you out of the last situation. What would make you think I wouldn't bring you out of the next situation? Amen. Like we said, if God allowed it, then, amen, then he's going to bring you up out of this thing. Stop the murmuring and complaining because what is it for? Like you say, he there's a tally being tallied up with these things, and, 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 and how many times are you going to be able to complain that God ain't going to do this here? God, you, you put me in this situation. What are you going to do about this here? Well, amen, he's going to deliver as he delivered before. Amen, you saw him deliver you in one thing. Why wouldn't he do it again? If he did it once, he'll do it again, saints. Amen. Okay. Amen. Amen. Like this thing is designed to build us from one level to the next. Amen. The next test and trials may be a little bit harder, but God is still who he said he is. Amen. Truly. These ten times have you murmured and complained against me. There's a count being taken on these things. So it's time now to stop complaining. Amen. Truly. These ten times. That's it. Go ahead, sister. Jesus had a lot on his plate just by being the son of God. He didn't complain, yes, he nor was he tempted by life and what it had to offer. Matthew 4, 1 to 11 tells us the story of Satan tempting Jesus. Jesus was being tried. He was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. At this point, he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights and was hungry. The devil knew Jesus was in a vulnerable state, being hungry. Now, we know how we get when we're hungry. We get all upset and uptight, and we hate the world. We cousin everybody, all kind of stuff, all because we're hungry. That's it. Jesus could have broke down. He could have griped and complained about how hungry he was and all kind of other stuff he could have came up with. He was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. Most of us complain the minute we get hungry or can't access our daily comfort. Hmm. Satan came to Jesus and said to him, if you're the son of God, command these stones become bread. Jesus put the word on Satan. It is hmm. written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. You have to put the word on your trials and your tribulations and circumstances. All right, now. Just when you feel you've had enough, 
like you want to give up and even start complaining, put the word on that situation. Okay. As the story goes on, Satan continues to try to tempt the Lord and even try, try quoting the word to the Lord. But the Lord still stood fast and was unmovable. And he continued to put the word on Satan. Mm. After Satan tried his hand again, Jesus told him, Away with Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Our trials and tribulations are no match to God. God Mm. is bigger than any situation we could ever encounter. God knows how to see us through anything. We just need to know that. Go through without complaining. Show God that you trust him. Some ways that you can begin to stop complaining are, one, realizing that complaining is a dangerous thing. Two, always remember. I'm sorry? No, I said, yeah, I just laughed and said, yes, it is. It's more dangerous (laughs) than people could ever imagine. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) It's in the words. It's in the word. I'm telling you. Two, always remember God knows what he is doing. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do anything. God knows what he is doing. Mm-hmm. Three, keep your past complaints in the past. And four, in all things, give thanks. And doing this, you won't have time to complain. First Thessalonians 5 and 18 says, And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So tonight I ask that you examine yourself. Are you spending more time complaining or being thankful? Mm-hmm. God doesn't have to provide for us or help us like he does with his grace, love, and mercy. It's very important that we always remain thankful and humble. I'm going to leave you tonight with a scripture from Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 to 16. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may may become blameless and harmless, children of God, without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Verse 16, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Any questions or comments? Amen. That's, that's, a, that's a good uh, verse to end this thing with. So the believers must be as the light of Christ Jesus in this dark world. being And we must be shining with contentment, satisfaction, with no, with, with, and looked upon and seen as being blameless in the eyesight of the Lord to this world. So I tell you, it's, it's just amazing. It's amazing how we as believers are coming so short of the, of the word of God because we're coming short of the word because we don't want to just believe God. And, and like you said earlier, our tests and trials and tribulations, they're, even no ma- they're not a match to God. Amen. Mm-hmm. There's no need of trying to place these things as large as our God is because God stands alone. Amen. And I love the scripture that teaches us that every power that is a power is of God. It belongs to God. God has the control over it. 
So therefore, we we can't. It's, it's not even a match. These little things that we go through is not even a match to our God and the greatness of our God. So I tell you, it's really it's really just putting more more on the flesh than it is anything. So if anything is suffering, anything is going through and complaining, it's nothing but the flesh. That's right. Amen. So in the flesh might as well just shut up and gone on through. If the, if we are in, we as as believers, sons of God, in spirit and in truth, are determined to go the Lord's way and do things according to the will of God. We need to just tell our flesh to shut up, stop complaining. God knows what he's doing. Amen. That's a good idea because I don't want no carcass of me left in the wilderness. Now, I tell you, you didn't know that was in number 14, did you? I know did. That's what you said that. Okay. Amen. God don't be playing. God ain't playing with us. Amen. That's Truly. why I say it's dangerous to complain. It is, it is, it is dangerous because that's he keeping count of it like that. Right, and all they did was complain ten times. I thought that's what you had said. So imagine how many times we complain. <laughs> Amen, truly. <laughs> truly. So your, prayer, your prayer tonight going to be, Lord, help me not. That's Please help it. me. Sam, how many times I got me. on the book? That's it. No, how many times I don't already complain because I didn't complain. That's it. So you got nine already. You might not want to say that next when I thought your mind. I got to make sure the ones when I was a kid didn't count. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's something to look into, too. But I'm telling you, God is something because, you know, we sitting around murmuring and complaining. That's why the Lord can say that a nation is as a dust in a bucket. To him, he ain't concerned about all that stuff. That's Don't it. complain to him if you ain't going to believe him. That's Don't mess it. with him if you ain't going to trust him. Don't mess mm. with him if you ain't planning on serving him. I'm trying to tell you, you might want to leave him alone because he ain't playing with us. He is not That's playing it. with us. He is a God to be honored, to be loved, and to bring him pleasure. That's what he created us for. And the thing is, you know, if he if he took the carcass, he if he took them people and laid them down in the wilderness like he did in Numbers 14, I tell you, yes, we're living in the times of dispensation with Jesus Christ, but the Old Testament didn't go nowhere. I mean, we still, Jesus came to perform. He came to show us what God meant for us to do from that Old Testament into the New. So, therefore, it's no need of thinking that, that we can complain all our lives. Because can you really picture people that murmur and complain all their lives and they satisfied with nothing? Can you imagine when the Lord said, okay, your time is required. I'm requiring your soul. And even in that, they still complain uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But why is it my turn? Like, uh, I thought you said you was going to pick somebody else. That's not fair. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm saying, it's amazing. It's just amazing. But God is saying, ten times they complained, murmured and complained against me, the children of Israel did. I'm getting ready to show y'all now because uh, I'm going to stop all that complaining and stuff. But I guess somebody has to be the, made the example. I thank God for the word because I can just go with the word. That's it. Well, now I'm, I know it's there. Now I know how to really 
contain myself and watch myself, even if I don't speak it, it can still be harbored inside my heart. So I need to make Amen. sure that too. Amen. 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 And and that's a good thing. Like I said, that's a blessing. This lesson has been good, Sister Jasmine. I won't complain. And I tell you, I have enjoyed that. That I thank God for you because, like I said, as a young person, you you are really, really searching the scriptures and studying the word of God to the point that you're finding out things that you didn't even know that God would do and that you wouldn't even think that God would do, but it's in his word, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that. That's good. Yeah. That's good to know because, like you said, that, that'll lessen your ability to complain because I know it showed tight minds up. Amen. Amen. Well, I like the part where it says be thankful, you know, over everything. That way you don't even have time to complain. If you always thanking God, you don't have time to, to have grief or have any issues. Now, granted, you know, there are some things, like you said, that you can go to God about and just let him know. You know, God, you know, I'm I'm really not understanding what's going on. Like, I just need your help. That's better than saying, I don't like this. You need to do something about this. It, this is just yeah. not right. I, I can't do this yeah. no more. Yeah. <laughs> so, because we're talking to a holy God. We need to understand that our God is holy. We're talking to a righteous God. We're not talking to somebody on our level. We're talking to somebody that can change our whole ordeal, our whole lifestyle, lifespan. We're talking to somebody that can just say, okay, your time is up, you know. So we got the honor and reverence. That's why I said the Lord, the Lord requires reverential fear from his people, and complaining is not a part of that reverential fear. But I do know, like I said, for my own self, now if I'm upset about something, I go straight to the throne of grace with it. I don't go to nobody else with it. I go to God and say, Father, I'm not happy right now with what you did because I don't understand why you did what you did to me. And then, like I said, and faithful is he who called it. The Lord is faithful to the point of, of, of seeing the sincerity of your heart, my heart, and he, and he will take the time out to explain to me why he did what he did or why he permitted certain things to happen that has happened. And I appreciate him for that. I really do. But that will take me off that. That won't give me no number on this. Head. Okay, you don't get explained to me five times on that. Amen. Amen. There's a way to approach him in his holiness, in his righteousness, when we don't agree with him, is what I'm saying. Amen. Amen, Elder. Go ahead. Amen. And like you say, take that that grievance to the Father. Amen. Because it's better to tell him because he's strong enough to take that complaint from you. He's strong enough, amen, to bear this thing from us. Instead of sitting here, you know, complaining and people hearing you complain, amen, it's just the image that we want to show the world about our God. Amen. Amen. Sitting here murmuring and complaining is just a hard old way. Amen. How can you effectively witness to the world when all they see you doing is complaining about something? Amen. How can you just turn right around and say, oh, God is good. God can deliver. And they just heard you talking about, oh, this is a hard old way. Oh, I'm tired of going through this thing right here. Amen. It's hard to turn around, amen, in that public sector and be able to tell them about God when all they saw was complaints coming out of your mouth. I had to do, check that thing there myself. Amen. It's getting better all the time. How you doing? Wonderful. 
Amen. I could be going through, but I know how to take this thing to the Father, and they don't even have to know I'm going through. I ain't sitting here with sackcloth and ashes looking like poor, poor, pitiful me while they are cast down. Amen. Hope thou in God. Amen. Like David would say, why why are thou cast down, O my soul? Amen. Be like, you don't have to look like that. Amen. People walk up to us, and we look like we're going through. Amen. What is that saying about the strongness, the mightiness, the power of your God when you look like you always in a fixed here? Amen. It's time to stop complaining about what is taking place in our lives. Like you said earlier, it's coming to work something in or something out of us. Amen. If you need patience, this thing could be coming to work patience in you. Amen. Yep. Truly, so, so, amen, like you say, you need to be able to humble yourself to the word of God. Put the word on that situation, amen, and the word will be able to deliver it and deliver to everybody else. Why wouldn't it deliver us, amen? I'm just believing God, amen. These things do get hard. Like you say, you're going to lay on a bed of, thorn, a bed of roses, they have thorns. You're going to get pricked sometimes. It hurts sometimes, even with me. I felt like I was in a vice at one time, like someone squeezing me, Father, I'm going to need some help. This thing, I can't even catch my breath in this situation, but God is still there. Tell him yeah. that you can't catch your breath. He's right there to be able, amen, like you say, he can take the breath out of a body, but he also can ease this thing that you can breathe again. Amen. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Amen. And if you but I you, uh-huh. an apostle, like you told me, when I was having my going through my things and, you know, having an issue with my back against the wall, and I just felt like things wasn't moving enough. Like, sometimes if you don't have a scripture right there or a prayer to say right there, you just need to say, Lord, help. That's better than complaining. That's it. That's it. It really is. And I tell you, and I tell you, God will honor that as as Jesus saved me. He will honor that as as you saying to him, Lord, I I can't do this thing of myself. I need you to help me. I need you to help me about this. I mean, that's how faithful God is because, like I said, God is not, he, he's not, testing trials are not designed to kill us. They're designed to make us. Amen. Because yeah. one thing about it, you know, people sit around and they so, so, they so spiritual and so holy, and then they love to hit you with, well, I don't want to be so, so spiritual-minded that I'm no earthly good. No, 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 baby. That cliche, y'all need to turn that cliche away. Like I said today to somebody I was talking to them, you need to get rid of that cliche because the word of God is the only thing that's going to deliver you and take you through your circumstance. Stop complaining about what you see and, 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 and glorify God in what he's doing. You know, and if you don't understand and can't see what God is doing, give him thanks anyway. As you said, thanksgiving will stop you from complaining, you know. Yeah. So, therefore, you know, therefore, it's amazing to me because, see, we as believers, like you said, how do how are we going to win the world? How are we going to win those sinners? I mean, and those backsliders, if we're sitting around complaining more than they are. Yeah, they're going to be looking at us like, but I thought you said this was this was God, and I didn't think this was going to happen when I was, you know, going to be in a spiritual life. Like, I didn't think I had to deal with this and be complaining and stuff. We have to let them know that it's okay to go through, that you're going to go through, and show them how to properly go through. That's true. That's true. That's true. 
And like I said, and when we, that's why the Lord allows us to go through the test and the trials because he knows he can depend on us to go on through. But if we're going to murmur and complain, like I said, ain't no telling what that put on that calendar or that book in front of him. <laughs> God got a complaint jar for us. He put money in there and that's now complaining. That's it. <laughs> uh-uh. So, I, like I said, I, I thank God for Numbers chapter 14. And, and, and verses, what was it? Verses nineteen through twenty-nine. Cause, like I said, I thank God for the for the for the for the Word of God and how they have the Word of God has been written to give us the examples of what people did and what happened when they complained and murmured against God. You know, because God is who He said He is. He's God all by Himself. So therefore, I mean, you know, He is. He's all by Himself. He don't need us. And that's why it will behoove us to know that God don't need us. He's mm-hmm. God all by himself. Jesus. So why are you going to make things, make things even worse on yourself when you're going to sit there and complain about what he's doing and what he's not doing in your life and what you don't understand? Humble yourself. The Bible teaches us to humble ourselves to the hand of the mighty hand of God. Amen. And in order to be able to see what God is doing in my life, i got to humble myself first and submit myself to him so I'll be able to understand what he's doing. Oh, God, I love you, Jesus. Holy. And if I don't do all of that, then, then I'm, gonna re- I'm not going to be able to resist the devil because, see, I'm already in an uproar against God. I'm already right. in, in a turmoil against the one that saved me. Ah, yes, sir. Against the one that's telling me I'm on your side, I'll never leave you, nor will I forsake you. But then I'm looking at him at another viewpoint and saying, well, but you ain't doing nothing, God, and here come the devil. But see, the only thing that does is draws the devil in closer. The devil said, oh, they saying the same tune that I'm saying now about God. Amen. I'm telling you. It, tell, it tells us that the Bible, the Word of God, the Scriptures teaches us don't complain. Don't complain about what you're going through because the tests and trials are not designed to kill you. I like the way Sister Jasmine said She said tests and trials are only hard on the flesh, not the spirit of the Lord that's inside of you. It ain't going to do nothing to the spirit of the Lord inside of you. It's only designed to shut this flesh up, kill this flesh mortify it, crucify it, because we got a cross to bear, and we're going to bear the cross of our flesh. And people don't want to bear the cross of their flesh. They want to be smooth and stroked and told that they're doing good, and, and, and we understand that God knows your heart, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I'd much rather you tell me the truth. Let me get mad about that truth, because when I get mad at that truth, truth and experience is coming, and they're going to tell me this is what God requires of you. Now, you need to choose ye this day which one you're going to serve. Amen. Amen. So I'm telling you, it, it pays not to complain because I, I'm a witness. So like I said, I'm learning even myself day by day not to complain. Just give God the glory. Because, see, God knows what he's doing in our lives. And But, see, every little hangnail, every little little, little, little broke nail or hangnail or, 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 or little uh, ingrown toenail or whatever the case may be, we're ready to complain. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want we don't want God we don't want God to be God in our lives and that's basically all we're saying. I could have handled this much better than you. 
Well, I ain't going to tell God that. I ain't going to tell God that. He might, he might allow me to handle something, and I don't want to handle nothing That's outside it. of him. I don't. That's I really it. don't. And see, and when I go to handling things outside of him, that devil is sitting right there saying, now, where's your God? Where are you going to turn to now? Oh, God doesn't let you handle this thing now. I don't want that. Right. He's waiting for them cracks in that foundation. I'm trying to tell you. That's what it is. It's just like a portal, an in, in, in and out. Where he, he's looking for that opening that he can crawl in or sliver in or however he gets in. So he can cause you to stumble and fall. And the Bible says that the, that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So that's what he's coming to do. He's coming to kill, steal, and destroy you in spirit, soul, then body. Amen. He's coming to get you. So therefore, like I said, it's best not to complain. Because that same destroyer that the Lord turned loose in Egypt is that same destroyer called death that we know it is. He still can be released by the Father because of complaining. I'm telling you, if we really knew the the stats, heavenly stats of why and how people die and what they die from, do you know it would be no equivalent to what mankind wrote on them death certificates? I'm going to say that, and then I'm going to leave it alone. I mean, for one thing about it, God permits things, you know, he knows what's going to happen, and and he knows Mm -hmm. why we we get lifted out of here, why we really, you know, get lifted out of here. Mm -hmm. Like you say, it's covered up by, of course, things here on earth in the flesh, but seriously, seriously only he knows. But just think how much of it could possibly be from complaining. From murmuring and, and complaining. Murmuring and complaining complain. against God. That That's something? it. That's it, because he said, I kill and I make a lie. I, the Lord, do all of these things. Amen. 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 Truly, truly. Right. Amen. And, and when we're sitting here complaining also, Pastor, like you say, we're sitting there complaining, don't want to go through anything. We are actually tugging against God. We are actually fighting against what God is trying to do in us. Amen. We are fighting against him. When we don't humble ourselves to that word, we are fighting against God. Amen. Amen. That's, That's a battle that we are not going to win. Amen. To you win. may get, you may look out. like you got by, but you're going to go through that same thing again till you stop mm-hmm. fighting against what God is trying to do in you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You mm-hmm. you find yourself in the ring fighting against God. Amen. Mm-hmm. And if you ever fight against the will of God, amen, God's will is going to be done, and you're going to find yourself losing a battle. Because we sit mm-hmm. here, like you say, that flesh, it's that flesh that don't like this thing. Though we may look at the situation or a person that's bothering us, amen, that's flesh. Why? See what it is that, that's causing you to react like this here and stop fighting against the word of God. Humble yourself to that word of God. Like you say, put the word on that situation. Amen. And if we don't know how to say, God help me, or say Jesus, amen, all 66 books is covered in Jesus. Amen. All of it is right there, and he's coming in to help when you call that name. It's power in the name, saints. Amen. There is no reason to complain. Amen. Especially that complaining where other people are beginning to hear us when we can go to the Father. Take, like you say, take it, Father. I don't like this here thing right here. This don't feel good right now, but I believe you. I trust what you are doing. Amen. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Truly, truly, this is a good study, sis, amen. It makes me examine myself, even those little bitty things, amen. As you say, a hangnail, something small as a hangnail, we can complain about that thing. But what is it that's not bothering you? Can you give God thanks for something that's not bothering you instead of magnifying a hangnail? It's always the opposite reason of a complaint to give thanks. Oh, amen, God. truly. Well, give I him the thanks Right. Thank you, Lord, for me not being overly hungry. There's people that don't even get a chance to even, you know, have food because they are hungry. And they always will be hungry because they're homeless and they don't have a chance to eat a hot meal. So although we might be hungry right now, you know, we won't be hungry later because we have the option to eat. So we have to be thankful for that. So there's mm-hmm. no need to complain about being hungry. There's no need to complain about, you know, people not being Oh, I, I, nobody likes me. There are people who truly deal with issues mentally like that and have mm-hmm. issues with people not liking them. They'll even go off and kill themselves. We need to be thankful for these things every day. We don't need to complain. We have no reason to complain. Just the mere mm-hmm. fact that we can wake up in the morning and, and breathe in a breath of air because somebody mm-hmm. else didn't get Thank a chance Jesus. to do that, that is thankful. Mm-hmm. So we always mm-hmm. just need to be thankful, and then you will never, ever, have a sense of complaining or time to complain. Glory. Amen. Amen. Isn't that something that complaining can even drive you to suicide? Isn't that something? Oh, yeah. Yes. People people don't understand that. But I'm telling you, the more you complain, the more you put yourself into a state. It's like you're doing this to yourself. Nobody's mm-hmm. doing anything to you. You put your mindset there. And the devil just see it, and he just ready to attack. Like I'm a witch. I'm a witch. Began to minister to you. Amen. I never thought about killing myself, but I'm telling you, you will be so in. You will be so in the dumps, like your mind. You don't care about anything around you. Just be thankful. Don't complain. God is gonna work out everything that you need Him to work out. Just like it says in Romans eight twenty eight, all things happen for a reason. Just if you think like that, you will have no reason to complain. And I'm just thankful that I had to do this lesson because I had to examine myself because I was a top complainer. I was an A student at complaining. But when I realized that, what am I complaining for? I have everything I need. I have myself. I have a family. I have food on the table. I have shelter. I may not be living in my own house right now like somebody else is doing, but who knows why, you know, what they did to even get in that house or what kind of hardships they went through to get through that. Like, it just just really doesn't pay to complain. It really puts you in a bad state of mind. And like I said, I was there and I came out of it. I can testify to that. And I'm just thankful for that, for taking that out of me because it really was trying to take me down. It really was. And all I can do is break down and cry and just say, please, God, please help me. And I'm glad I did. And now it's just, I told my mom, it was just like I woke up one day and completely felt like a different person. I felt more happy. Like, I just felt like life was worth living. And now I just don't even complain no more. And if I find myself doing that, I just talk to God about it. I'm like, Lord, why? Please help me, like please. I just, I just don't even want to go through it no more. I don't say nothing else. That's all I say is just please help. So Amen. just Amen. don't complain. It, it just don't pay to complain. So 
sorry I had to break down crying on the phone again. <laughs> Amen. I mean, that's, Amen. That's your cleansing, sis. That's, yes, that's, your, that's your awakening right there, your spiritual awakening. Yes, cleansing your soul, your spirit, your mind. You know, and all these things at the same time. So that's good for you. That 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 is your spiritual awakening. That that's how God is cleansing you. That that's your proof right there to let you know that complaining is not worth this thing. Cause see, complaining puts you in a state of depression, and depression don't do nothing but bring you into a state of feeling sorry for yourself, low self-esteem. Right. Sad, you know, wonder why don't I get this? And the Bible saying, fret not thyself because of evildoers and workers of iniquity. And you watch it, you know, all this stuff it does is keep your mind on watching other folks. Amen. When you put on blinders against what people are doing and pay attention to thanksgiving and focus on the word of God and giving God thanks and telling the Lord, thank you, Jesus, in all that you do, every breath you take and everything, you begin to see then that this life is worth living that he's given you. You begin then to see that, Lord, I appreciate you because you are God. You created me and you know exactly what to do with me. You know what you're doing with me. And I tell you, that's the life. That's the life of a believer. That's the life of a person that's saying, I'm holding on, Lord God. I'm holding on to you until my change comes. And see, and that's what we have to be able to do, to hold on to our change come. Because, see, change is right there. And see, a lot of times when we come to a breaking point like this, that is that point of surrendering by saying to the Lord, Lord, I surrender all. Lord, I'm giving this thing to you because I don't know why this thing keeps trying to come upon me. Well, it's coming upon you because, like you said, it's a part of the test and the trials. And it's a part of that flesh that's saying, I don't want to go through. But guess what? The Lord heard you, and the Lord has honored what you said. And see, and the word of God comes to you, Sister Jasmine, to comfort you, to keep you in focus and tune with the Lord, and it comes to keep you patiently while the Lord is working on your behalf. Because, see, one thing about it you have to understand, when you're unique in the eyesight of God, God is not going to allow anything and everything to come your way. Only what he provides is what he's going to give. And that what he provides and when he provides it is the best thing for you. So I tell you, God is doing good because I thank and praise God for this lesson because, you know, you I understand the fact that you had not even gone through this process when you first got your study and stuff. And then when you got your study, then this thing tried to present itself. It tried to stand up then. Isn't that something? And so yep. but the thing is, but the Lord knew that the word of God would bring you through. You're studying and you're researching of the word of God and studying that word in spirit and in truth and getting it in your spirit will bring you through. Isn't that something? We serve an awesome God. Amen. Awesome God. Amen. So I'm telling you, that thing, that thing tried it. It did all it could to try and take you out to the point of just total rejection, just rejecting everything and everybody. But God didn't permit it. God forbid it. So I tell you, the word of God is your friend. The word of God is your source. The word of God is all you need in every situation that you're going through. And go ahead on and let that flesh die. But that's all it's doing is killing that flesh. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because in that flesh to die. And that flesh, that flesh is just like in a wrestling match saying, I give, I give, I give. When you put that word on it, that's what it says. I give, I give. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, so I tell you, and that's what happens in happened in this rat this match here. Your flesh had to say, I give. I surrender. But I tell you, the Lord is good. That was a good lesson. Elder, you got anything else? Because if not, I'm I'm done. Amen. I'm done, Pastor. I just enjoyed that. Amen. And then to witness deliverance. Amen. To witness, amen, how this word delivers her. Amen. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. testimony yes. of deliverance. Amen. Mm-hmm. Truly. Mm-hmm. Word is delivering while she's studying it. And amen. And the thing is, is, she never thought she would have to actually endure this word. She had to become a partaker of what she was studying. And that thing also tried to take her in the flesh, through her flesh, against this word of God that she had to teach. Isn't that something? Amen. Amen. Like you said earlier, amen, when we began to complain, that's a portal for the devil to come in and minister to us and show us what all we still don't have. Amen. And take a look at this here. And where is your God? If he loved you so much, how come? Amen. It's because he loved me. This thing is right here. Amen. That's it. But I love the way Amen. I love the way God did this. Because like I said, and Sister Jasmine, I pray that as time go on you'll be able to see the beauty of this thing because you had to become a partaker of what you were going to teach. <laughs> I had to put the word on my Mm-mm. own self. That's all right. That's it. That's it. That's it. Are there any questions or comments from anybody else on the line? Amen. Amen. It's back in your hands, sis. Right. So I'll go ahead and pray so we can be dismissed. Father, we come to you humbly as we know how, thanking you for this opportunity to present this lesson to your people. We just pray that something was said tonight that could resonate, that can really sink in so that everybody could start to examine themselves and understand that complaining is not worth, you know, the results that it put gives out. We do understand that we will go through trials and tribulations in this life being a child of the king, but we also understand that you are greater than anything we could go through and that as long as you're on board, there is no need to complain, but always a need to be thankful. And I just thank you for me being able to tell my testimony to the people on the line or whoever was listening, you know, about complaining, about how I even had to put the word on my own situation. And just thank you for the opportunity. And I did hope, and I hope and pray somebody was helped tonight because of my words that you put in my spirit to speak. And I also do thank you for getting me through this procedure today with my ear because Lord knows without you I wouldn't have got through that. And I thank you for the calmness that you put inside of me and just, the complete reverence for you when it was over and this whole situation is over. So I thank you for that. And I just pray for anybody on the line tonight who's experiencing issues with their self, whether it's a mental health issue, whether they're going through something physically, whether they just feel like giving up like I did. I just pray that you just, you know, send somebody in their path if they can't directly hear you or if, you know, they, they're just so distraught that they can't, hear you just just send somebody in their path lord please just let them know that 
don't give up, that you are here for them. And I just thank you for everything that you've done. We just pray for everybody tonight to have a peaceful rest. And if it is in your will that we will wake up in the morning with strength to start over again, to get another opportunity to not complain and to be thankful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank God for you. Amen. Good night. Good night.